podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to the Blues Focus podcast. Uh, tonight I'm joined with Jamie and Zach as usual. Good evening boys, how are you doing? All good, all good. Yeah, sound man. <laughs> Jamie's had a tough week at work. Um, <laughs> um, I'm not feeling too particularly great either. I've got a bit of a headache and a sore throat. So I'll be trying to keep my voice down. Um, I've not been feeling too great this past week, um, particularly when we lost 4-2 to Bristol City, um, which we'll touch on slightly before we start talking about the Forest Green game, which we'll be mostly focusing on as it was last night. And then we'll be finishing off with uh, the Preston game, which is coming up on Saturday. Um, so, boys, uh, you two both went. I didn't go, unfortunately. It wasn't because I was ill or anything. We decided, um, I decided not to do it. <laughs> So yeah, you two walk us through the um, what it was like to be there on the day. God, Jamie, you kick us off. Um, I mean, where where can we go? Really, Bristol's a dump. Um, the football. If I'm honest, I, this I is going to sound. Bristol's all right. I I quite like Bristol. Nice. It's I not nice when you lose four two. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's I true. mean, do you know how is thinking you're in with every bartender? They go, you wrote my lover, and then you go, oh, no, I'm not actually, no, then you're not on anything. Just... I think anyway, you should say the on. KFC story as well, but I'll let you go on. Speak yeah, about the we'll get on to that in a bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's weird, because we lost 4-2, but it was literally a case of one team defended shitter than the other team, because at no point did I feel that one team was done. We had a half-hour spell where we battered them, but I don't think Bristol offered much apart from scoring three replica of the same goal, really. Down the wing, pass it in, tapping. Like, mm. It was one of them weird games. We scored two goals and we haven't got anything from it. It's infuriating. Um, any positives to take from it would be the new man. Great mm. finish. Lightning quick. Like the look of him. Um, and Troy bagged again, which is always nice. You've got to love a Troy Deedy penalty. Mental note, Troy, though. Don't wind the opposition fans I up know. when you only made it oh. 2-1 because that will happen to you and it isn't nice. Yeah, I know. It was um, a frustrating day overall. Game was over in, in, in 20 minutes. I think the most frustrating thing was that the, like, they scored the same goal three times, um, mm. which I think it's a ri- ridiculous that a professional football team can't recognise that and look to eradicate it as the game goes on but there you go these things happen they clearly set out with the intent of getting the ball wide and putting it in the box Bristol City that's what they did they did it well um in terms of the game yeah that Troy Deeney thing I even turned to my mate who was next to me and said oh why have you done that when we're two on down and we were letting flares off as well at two on down which is not the right thing to do but um yeah overall I thought it was just Another frustrating performance. That's four losses in the league on the bounce. Um, like Jamie said, the probably one positive is obviously Kadra scoring. Um, mm. Really nicely taken finish as well. He looked good when coming on. Um, but other than that, yeah, the disappointing one as always. Mm. Well, uh, we'll wait for Jamie to come back. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, uh, oh, he's returned. He's returned. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to be getting work calls now. <laughs> Oh, I'm not. I never get bored of you talking. I just zone out when you say Longello. Um, yeah. <laughs> didn't mention him. Didn't mention him. Well, uh, oh, I will not have this Longello slander. <laughs> but, um, three. When we get onto the Forest Green game, you're going to get a lot of Longello slander, so prep yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, maybe you're not wrong. But um, yeah, Bristol City, immensely annoying. Yeah, it was just frustrating, weren't it? It was more... 
I knew it weren't our day. I don't know if you mentioned it because I ran out of the room. It was the moment we were three one down. Graham's whipped that perfect ball in, and Collins missed an open goal. Oh that I went, no! Nope. I know. That I just went nope. Not our day. Yeah, that was a horrific miss. I think. Um, Couldn't we have made that two two if he'd have scored that? It was obvious two no because we conceded yeah. literally oh, two minutes into oh, the second we? half. Yeah. The whole team sort of went out the no, window, didn't yeah, it? It was don't concede. Oh shit, yeah. it's three one. Yeah. I don't think we, we touched had... the ball until that went in for the second half as well. We had chances, we definitely had chances. There seemed to be oh, an yeah. awful lot of gaps out wide against Bristol City, which is something I really noticed. And not just because they got all their goals from wide, but even without the goals, like they had so many opportunities from either the left or right side of the pitch. Let's be real, Bristol City have had a pretty poor start to the season themselves. They're not looking too hot. Um, and we made them look like... Because Bristol City looked fantastic. I thought they looked like a brilliant team. And their position in the table and recent results certainly doesn't reflect that. So it just shows what a poor day we had, really. Mm. Fair enough, yeah. I mean, I was expecting much more against Bristol City, to be honest, because, I mean, when they last played us at St Andrews in October, it was just absolutely abysmal what they were doing. Yeah, they were shit. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know whether I particularly rate them now, to be honest, even though they did beat us 4 2. Um, but they just know how to put the ball in the back of the net more than we do. And that's evidence in the last few games, really. Mm, yeah, no, completely agree. I thought overall Bristol City played pretty well. They, look, they set out with a tactic, get the ball wide, get it into the box, and they implemented that brilliantly, and we didn't stop what? it. Um, so I'd say, yeah, you're probably right, Tommy, in that Bristol City didn't look amazing, but we certainly made them look a million times better a team than they are. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Can we also quickly talk about quite possibly the worst debut in Birmingham City history that I've ever <laughs> yeah. had to witness? Now, don't get me wrong, he scored against Forest Green, so all will be forgiven. It was his first game in a long time, but I've never, ever for my life seen a centre-back that can't header a ball. It was <laughs> the most infuriating performance, I think. I was just confused. He looked didn't look match fit. He looked out of it, and I can kind of forgive it because he was. It was his first game in a very long time. But Jesus wept like that second yeah. goal. He looked. He looked. He looked. He looked off the pace. I thought last night he looked decent. I think there was one moment last night where I thought he, there was one part where he stepped forward far too much from Forest. It was second half, and they literally just missed wide of the post. I thought it's tricky because you don't want to you don't want to bash these players too early on because as you said Jamie first game he, he hasn't played much football i'm hoping he's a player that just progresses uh, and mm -hmm. develops as um time goes on really and he gets more settled in the team gets a bit more comfortable i thought it was a risky move playing him as central center half i got to be honest i thought that was quite a big risk given that he doesn't look like he's going to be the paciest center back which is fine some center backs have different strengths to others um, but no, the second goal, it, it didn't look a foul for me. It looked like he just got you no, know, yeah. caught in, in the other player's leg. So yeah, obviously to blame for that goal and shipping him four goals on your debut isn't great. But an improvement at Forest Green and hopefully he just continues to improve as the game goes on. Going into that goal, that was it Naki Wells. I completely agree, yeah. Zach. I think the shit part about it is, though, is if Long takes him down, he's on a yellow, he's gone. That was yeah. the issue. With, I think no matter what happened in that situation, unless Long suddenly has developed four yards of pace in his four seconds, yeah. I, it's done. Because yeah. Yeah. he's either taking him out and getting sent off, or it's 2-0. Yeah, you know, it's probably just nerves, isn't it? And the fact, let, let's be real, I was I was speaking to a, a few Blues fans about this. With, with Long, Burnley have been in the Premier League for what, the last 10 years, something like that, however long they've been, 7, 8, 9, 10 years. Uh -huh. He's not got Pretty a chance. Much. 
with Tarkowski and me as those two centre-halves in that team. He wouldn't have had a chance, he wouldn't have had a sniffing. No. So um, it, it, he's just struggled to get first-team football. We've ob- They've obviously come back down to the Championship. He's still not needed for them, so he's obviously come to us. But hopefully as he keeps playing and you know keeps keeps progressing with us, we'll see a much better centre-half. So, But as I said, an improvement against Forest Green. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any worse Blues debuts than uh, Kevin Long's? Worst Blues debuts. There's a few that spring to my mind immediately. Um, a couple of, well, two last season, actually. Uh, Taylor Richards and uh, Juan Castillo as well. Uh, <laughs> both of their debuts were absolutely abysmal. <laughs> yeah, we, we've seen some uh, stinkers in the past, haven't we? But... Do you know what we really need, actually, right now in Birmingham? So you know what the key to changing this form around is? Go on. Bernard's son. Oriol Soldevia. He That's scored a hat trick against need, Barcelona. Yeah. Mm. Didn't get a sniff in at Blues, did he? So he bring Ivan Sanchez back to... for fuck's sake. Yeah, I know, Sanchez, yeah. yeah Fran Bialba, yeah. bring him back. <laughs> he can Chase play ball. Doy. Where's oh, he at? Right, Enjoy man. the ghost. Bring him back. He's Give him a go. I remember Jamie brought up a stat. What was it? He scored like. Seven, he scored no. scoring since he left. Yeah, he, he was doing really well and he read out the stats in Zach's face, honestly. I didn't get it on record. I can't, I can't believe amazing. it. You were like, oh my it. God, you're joking. <laughs> Czech and Doy, all jokes aside, he is clearly a good footballer because everywhere else he's been, he's he's done well. For whatever reason at Blues, it I just... I swear he's in the well. Serbian league. I, he, yeah. When he left Blues, he <laughs> went to Ligue 1 and started doing well again. Prior to coming Blues, he was doing well in Ligue 1. Oh, I, mm, yeah, but look at look. Ligan is probably what would you say quality wise compared to the championship? I think I Birmingham City point. could probably survive a relegation in Liga, and I'm sorry, but I don't think it's a very competitive league. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, unless you're PSG, Lyon, Marseille, any other teams come to mind? Yeah, I it's mean, not necessarily the teams at the top of the table that are the bad excuses. It's oh, the teams it's... that are below, really. If you were to compare, I don't know, like um. Whether I don't know any of the teams either. Stad Rene. Yeah, like if they were to play Nottingham Forest in the Premier League, Forest would win, wouldn't they? You know, like the mm. the teams don't come, the teams don't match together. I think the top teams probably are pretty much on the same level. Uh, Premier League teams probably are a bit better anyway, but you know, like when you compare those teams, really, you know, yeah, Premier maybe so. Better, yeah. The French league's still... just shit. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to the point. Straight to the point. Don't get away from French League. This is a Blues yeah. podcast. We're not talking yeah. about the French yeah. League again. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Christmas podcast. You can watch that instead. <laughs> um, yeah, Forest Green. It was um, obviously we did like a switch, didn't we? So both you two went to Bristol City, and I went to Forest Green. Um, very interesting ground. It was like a. It was honestly like a National League to, uh, ground. Um, it was all stood up. Jamie smiling at me. I don't know why. <laughs> um, the there was no roof. It was all terracing. Um, yeah, I mean the. To be honest, the food was okay. You know that wasn't the big issue. The the big issue was the plastic trays that they came in because you couldn't put them anywhere, and particularly the fact that you didn't have any seats. You have to sort of stand on top of them almost once you finish your chips. Um, so I was kind of irritated as well at the same time, and as well the first half was absolutely appalling as well. I have read reports saying it's quite possibly the worst first half of football they've seen for a long time. Yeah, mm, yeah, because you I didn't mean, watch most of the game, did you, Jamie? I was mid-drive because obviously I'm working. I've been working today. I'm meant to be off this week, as we know, 
So I drove back at between, uh, I think I left the house at half seven, and because of traffic, I didn't get back here till quarter to nine ish, half eight, quarter to nine ish. Mm. Mm. So, that was fun. I mean, I, I, I didn't watch it. Obviously, it's a bit of a different experience to being there, but first half for me on, on TV looked dreadful. Um, give credit to Forest Green. Was it Smithy? Uh, I can't remember his name. Stevenson. Stevenson. That uh-huh. was, I knew it began with an S, but unreal goal, to be fair. Um, maybe could have closed them down a bit quicker. I don't know. But regardless, yeah. superb goal. Um, and, and, and aside from that, yeah, we looked we looked way off the mark. Um, those three changes at halftime in Chang, Colin and Chong changed the game, completely Massively, changed the yeah. game for us. They, all three of those players come, came on and, and were brilliant. I think Chang and Chong were involved in the goal. Colin provided that solidity in the right wing back position. Um, so, yeah, those, those subs really changed the game. But no, first half, deplorable, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see more Chang. I like the look of this Chang. Yeah, mm. he did he do well actually. Mm-hmm. He was. I, um, like... I was just oh, going to no, say. On, no, I just want to say for the goal before I forget. I think it went really unnoticed. He did really well to apply a bit of pressure to. Mm. Um, again, I, I don't know that. the Forest Green player, but closed him down brilliantly to help us win the ball back. Made him shuffle back, it. didn't they? Haven't seen enough people talk about it, so that was brilliant. But yeah, this Chang player looks very good. Yeah, I agree that the uh, subs made a massive differ- uh, difference because um, that first half we were absolutely appalling. I mean, Jordan Graham, as nice as a nicer guy he might be, like his football ability just seems to be getting worse. I don't know what's going on with him or anything, but like the amount of times he gave the ball away yesterday it was just it was sad. Almost, it's like he had like a simple pass and he put it out for a throw. It's like, oh come on! Like, I'm just trying to, you know, trying to find positives to talk about, but it's just like. He's not to the right level, let's face it. Yeah. You know, he's, we need he's to... He's off the mark. He's off the mark. Yeah, I think for his own... You know, like I say, I imagine the players get along with him well. Um, but I think for his own sake, I feel like he should find a different club now at his own proper level to find out, really, because it's just not working for him at the Blues. He's not getting his, He's not getting the right amount of time. He's not getting the... He's not putting the right input for it as well. I'm sure he's trying as well, but just... The championship's not his level, let's face it. And he's not playing in his right position. I'm not jumping to his defence, but it must be difficult, like, you know, being a winger all your life and then being like, you now have to defend. It must be like, oh, fuck. I mean, clearly Longello's struggling with that as well. Yeah, it will be interesting to see what he does, really. I know Jamie's obviously picking at him to try and get a reaction out of Zach. (laughs) So (laughs) it's like... (laughs) Quickly touching on Longello... I, I I agree with you in that defensively he is off he's he's not a left wing back he's he, he should be playing higher at the pitch I think going forward Longolo is superb I think he's phenomenal going forward I genuinely do I think he's brilliant going forward I would love to see Blues sign a left back or another left wing back whatever just to yeah. allow Longolo to play higher at the pitch because going forward, some of the assists he's got this season and some of his, you know, he's a tricky player. I, I, mm. I, I, I like Longolo a lot. I think the last night probably also proved that we could, if need be, deploy trusty at left back. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, well, I, I, I mm-hmm. I've made my team for the Preston game. We'll talk about that a bit later. Um, but I completely agree. Trusty played fantastically at left back. He um. Pacey, yeah, he look. He looks just a complete defender, doesn't he? You know, he he doesn't ever look out of place to me, to be honest. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think he he did a 
Sterling job at left back. I said before the podcast, but he's played every single minute in the championship so far this season. He's one of four players to do that. He played in the cup last night. He deserves a rest at some point, bless him. But he's been so so good that he's just in the team every single week. So um, you also if can't Longolo, really drop him either. We can't. He is undroppable. That's it. He is undroppable, but that that's the thing. But it's good to know he can do a job at left back. So if we want to unlock Longolo and play him higher up the pitch, we can do. Mhm. No, I agree with that completely. I definitely um, think there's, there's a great footballer somewhere in Manny Longella. That's what I mean. Going forward, he's got that ability. You know he has. But I think in a left... I've said... I've, how many times have I said it, though? In a, a left mid, in a 4-4-2, I think he'd be fantastic. Because yeah. he'd come yeah. back a little bit, but he's then got that freedom to go, just go forward. Completely agree. And he likes to take the ball forward. Almost left wing is maybe a bit too high up the pitch for him. Yeah. But left mid, he can take the ball forward and he'd be... Brilliant. So yeah. Chung on the right. You're laughing. What a team that'll be. What a team. Right. I think um we need to mention Neil Etheridge's heroics as well. Unbelievable. Incredible. Really yeah. amazing. I I at the time thought it was a goal. That's why I sort oh, of everyone didn't react. did. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> did. I I literally when he made the first save and you can see the Forest Green player just coming up about to tap it in. Like you just go. Oh. Gets up, and it's not just that people are saying double save. It wasn't it's a double a triple, save; it was a triple save, save. Yes. because what's going so unnoticed is he punches the ball away as well afterwards. The reflexes to quickly get a hand to that ball, unbelievable. I think it's the best save I've ever seen in football. What do you think that compares to? To a oh, the Kujak one against Derby. I was going to say the Kujak save is probably the best save I've seen in person. Oh, you rate that? You oh, so do you rate in that? person? Like, okay. that was just, it was more for the Kujak one. It's a deflection, yeah. and his body's going one way, and he's has to flip quick yeah. the other way. Yeah. And we all know from playing in goal that is fucking difficult to do. Yeah. When your yeah. body's already committed to going one way, to then have the ability. Don't get me wrong, Neil's double slash triple save was unbelievable. But it's up there. It's definitely up there in terms... Of, if you're a Forest Green fan, wake up this morning, you want to punch near Leftridge in the throat. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, you want to throw punch him because so, you're just like, arsehole. Like. So can we think of a better save we've seen in football? I'd like, I'm yeah. interested Live to Live or I'm, just I'm genuinely? Sure, no, just in general. Because I'm sure they're probably... Or it's, it's difficult what ranks is a better save. But I'm trying to think just generally, have I seen a better save? I don't think I have. I mean, I don't really... Well, if, if it's live, the only one I can think of is the Ben Foster one against West Ham. That's the only one no. I can think of. Cause I recall Jack Butland against Peterborough years ago made an absolutely unreal was... double save. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think my I dog's think... just knocked something over, so use it, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, think um... I, if we're talking about a save, like... Uh, before games, right, before big games for my football teams, I'd always watch save compilations just to get in the mood. So I've seen a lot of saves, I feel. I have not seen a better save. Not one. Yeah, it's, it's tough, really. I don't think I've seen a better save, to be quite honest. I think it, it is. is. incredible. Because it's the third one away, because obviously I only saw yeah. the first two. It's that little punch that he does at the end of it. I think that just sums it up, because had he not got that, it would have been bundled over the line by the... Yeah, exactly. I think... 100%. I think in, oh, I don't know. I think the best save of all time. Oh, I don't know actually. I've got two in my head. It's either Peter's. Uh, no, not Peter. Um, David Siemens. I knew uh, that was coming. Save that save's against, not bad. I knew that or, was coming. Or the, I knew um, it was coming. <laughs> or the um, what's it? The uh, is it Romario who heads it down against? It's Barcelona. It's at the new Camp. The ball hits the bar. It comes back out. The 
I think it's Romario who jumps up and ends it and he into the bottom corner, the keeper dives down and saves it. I can't remember who he Oh, yes, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He heads it, he heads it onto the bar, doesn't he? And then it comes yes. back out and he, yeah. He saves I, it. Oh, that is an amazing save, well. save. I can't, um, I, th I think it's obviously the best save I've ever seen live. The Neil Etheridge one is, it's no, not even in competition, that one is. It's the only yeah. one I can think of that would be better just in football terms would be that whoever that was. I, yeah. I, I don't know who it was. That's really annoying me now. I can't No, think. I can't remember. For, for, for me, the David Seaman one isn't even close. I, mm. I, I think it's a very good, obviously a phenomenal save David Seaman made, but I think the Etheridge one to do it three times is yeah. unbelievable. And in as well, I, I've, I've plastered this over social media as well, saying that um, considering he's not playing for a, yeah. so, some amount of time as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to pull that off is just insane, really. It's like... Yeah. I don't think his reflexes have ever been in doubt, really. Some of the other things that he doesn't really have in check. Well, we've said it, haven't we? Shot-stopping was he's fantastic. Yeah. Reflexes, he's fantastic. The, the old, same old issue with Neil. Kick in, controlling your six-yard box. Yeah, and catching as well. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, he had a big issue with that last season. He's a good goalkeeper, very good goalkeeper. Oh, yeah. He could 100% walk into another championship team, in my opinion. I oh, know God, Stoke, yeah. Stoke heavily pursuing a goalkeeper. I've fought multiple times. I mean, Neil Etheridge is just sitting on our bench collecting dust, you know. Why yeah. not? It, it's a shame because uh, goalkeepers can go on a bit longer, so there's still a good few years in him. For his sake and probably the sake of our wage bill, mm. it would be good if he could find another club um, because not that I don't want Neil at Birmingham City because I think he's a superb goalkeeper and a great backup but for himself he's a great goalkeeper and he deserves to play week in week out but mm -hmm. we'll see yeah, what happens no, with him have uh, we got a man of a match for the Forest Green game longer lane I'm joking. I'm joking. Scored three I'm out of ten Jamie. on the Blues I'm Focus joking, Racings <laughs> Captain Captain fantastic um, well, Jamie you I wrote that you. didn't you Oh, Duke, yeah, I went Duke as well, yeah. Um, what, sorry, did you actually, were you serious when you said Longello? Sorry, Zach. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you, yeah, I mean, he was probably Forest Green's best player, if I'm honest. Like, he was phenomenal. Like. No, I'd, I'd agree with Duke as well. Got the goal, didn't he? Won most of his aerial Great challenges. Goal. He did what exactly what we know Duke does week in, week out, 7 out of 10 every week. Did it again yeah. last night and probably more. So, yeah, it's I funny, isn't it? Like, it's weird when you actually get players around him. When you put in the ball to him, he does yeah. bits. Yeah. Right, and everyone was crying after the Middlesbrough game, so oh, he's past you, shit. No, he's not. No one's fucking around him. What do you want him to do? Yeah, yeah I think that showed as well that if you do give him the ball, and he's got some decent footwork actually. I always thought yeah, he was pretty terrible on the ball, but nah. you know, he, he finished. He scored with his weaker foot. Yeah, and he did a lovely bit of skill to get it onto Chong. I think it was. He got the ball mm -hmm. to his feet. He was goes back to the defence, and he just. Back heels it round the back of him and Chong. It's just like, where the hell has this been? This is amazing. This is <laughs> just rainbow flicking centre half. Hang on a minute. Like... <laughs> That's not Djokovic. That's somebody <laughs> pretending to be Lucas Djokovic. That is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, buzzing. Obviously, Blackbird away isn't the most uh, enthralling fixture, but mm. it's, it's a good opportunity go to get to the fifth round, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And why not? You know, fuck it. Like. Let's be honest, promotion's not a thing anymore. Playoffs anything for us. Why not have a bit of a cut run and have some fun? Yeah. yeah. I'd love I mean, a cut run. And we got further than Villa in the cup, so <laughs> No no, yeah, I was happy about that. My dad asked me last night, he says, Who've the Villa got in the cup? And I was like, 
they lost to Stevenage, don't you remember? He went, oh yeah, I forgot about that. And then started laughing. So that made me... <laughs> <laughs> He knew what he was doing. He yeah, knew what he was doing. I do it. The Villa fans at work hate me at the minute because they try and warm me up. They're like, oh, you beat Forest Green. So one said it to me today and I was like, when you wandering up against Stevenage in the AA? <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. never a bloody pedal, sorry. <laughs> I'll send Donka doing for you. Fuck off, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeremy switched on another corner. Um, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, I, I think we've covered most of the Forest Green, to be honest, because it wasn't the best game, to be honest. We, like The first half was absolutely shambolic for us, and then we turned it on in the second half. Um, I, I think a sort of good segue, actually, would be Sort of into the lineup for next week, and do you think Lucas Djukovic should start? I think he's earned a starting place. I wouldn't be against seeing Troy in the centre of the park either. I think Troy, when he drops deep, does good link up play as well. See, you're, so quite, see you're quite like adaptive with the players that you like to play with. I imagine if you had like a football manager team, you'd change like... I'm a nightmare on football manager. I will send you some more football manager <laughs> things and you'll be like... Duke at centre-back. Tell what you want, but Duke, got some heavy heading stats when I'll put him at centre-half. Uh... That's what I thought, yeah. <laughs> Just stick him at the back because everybody's injured. But Yeah, I like Duke coming on with 20 minutes to spare and mm. just to win those headers... I'd rather Juki come off the bench than Dini, and I'd rather Dini start over Juki. For okay. me, Duke's brilliant. I love him to bits, um, but I prefer him coming on with 20 minutes left to give the yeah. the centre half something else to think yeah. about. Um, someone a bit no more tricky. Likes. Constantly win those headers because when you're a centre half and you've been jumping all game winning those headers, uh, you yeah. know, it gives Juki another advantage. He's unreal at heading already, plus he's got the energy in him. So yeah. I'd rather Duke. Nothing against his performance, nothing against him as a player. I prefer him to come on with 20 minutes left. I'd like to see Kedra start because against Bristol City, in the 15 20 minutes he was on the pitch, he certainly scored a goal and Uh he showed spells of you know speed, pace, everything like that. So I'd like to see him start. Tommy, you said you've you've written down a lineup, have you? I do have a little animation. I don't know if it's going to work. Oh, an um, animation. Look well, at this. Animation. Production sort of quality at Blue's know, Focus yeah. recently. <laughs> you can tell who does the fucking editing, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> hopefully this is going to work. If you're watching this on YouTube, hopefully it'll come up on the screen now. There it is. So, Oh, look at that. I'll introduce it for you guys next week so you can have a look at it and you can make your own lineup. But uh, that's my lineup. So you can like that. Is, is, is that six you, at the back? You, no, no, no. What he's done is he's gone for the fucking battering ram up top, is what he's done. He's gone <laughs> wing play, whip the yeah. ball in, lads. Oh, See, this is the thing. And I'm going to leave the. Um, uh, for those watching at home, uh, listening at home, actually, uh, my lineup is Ruddy, uh, back four of Colin Long, Sanderson, and Trusty. Uh, midfield four of Chong, Bieler, Kadra and Longello, and then the front two of Dini and Duke. Uh, that is, you can actually play that to him. There's not like a loan thing in there um, because Kevin Long is our player, isn't he? He's not alone, is he? I feel, no, he's not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's my lineup. And basically, I think it's like, and this is what I've been annoyed about recently: is our bad performances is the fact that we have not been playing the football that we were playing at the start of the season or in that good period where we brought in Bielik and Hannibal. And I think the idea with this sort of formation would be to go back to playing that style of football, keeping the possession, and also when we're defending and hit on the counter-attack, we've got the wide options, we've got some creativity through the middle, we've got a rocking Bielik, you know, 
things look good that way. And I also think I'll just hide this as well, just to um, oh, oh fuck off. Oh, it's gone down. Bollocks. It's crashed. There we go. All right. Um, I forgot what my point was. There as well. <laughs> you were talking um, about playing foot, better football and Bielik as a rock and yeah. Uh, I'll come back to me in a minute. But yeah, that's my lineup pretty much. Uh, what do yeah. you guys think to that? Yeah. Um, I respect it. I respect the absolute shithousery up front of just whipping every ball oh, yeah, that's up front. I love it. Um, I think Scotty needs a goal. He doesn't look the confident Scott Hogan of pre-injury. I think we need to get Scotty a goal at some point. I think Preston for the taking. They've conceded four at the weekend. We've finally obviously stopped the rut now with, with a win. I know it's against the mm-hmm. bottom of League One, but a win is a fucking win and we take them. Yep. So yeah. I think it's. I think he'll go normal regime up top. He'll go Dini and Hogan. I imagine. I like Zach's theory as well, and it's right. Dini's a nasty player to play against. You must be tired of dealing with that shit houseery of strength and jumping. And then with twenty minutes ago, Lukas Djukovic is looking at you, just like, oh Jesus, oh, I can't. Be yeah. The only thing I can think to counter that argument would be because Hogan's obviously coming back from an injury, and he hasn't looked particularly great in his last two games. I feel like if we do start Dini and Hogan together and we go 2-0 down, for, let's say, we bring Duke on for those last 20 minutes. Do we leave it? Is it too late almost? Like, is it, I, I would love to see earlier subs. That yeah. infuriates me. Earlier, earlier subs is the only thing. Like against Bristol, I know it's only 2-1, but at half-time I was screaming for Bakuna to come off for Hannibal. Yeah. No, like, I agree. He, just, he literally tracks back like with the same emphasis that my nan does and you know like it's painful he just honestly i don't know like don't get me wrong technically he's probably our best footballer at birmingham city i can't argue that great pressure yeah. of the ball lovely footballer but jesus wept like the amount of times i watched poor maxine collin against two people and bakuna is just literally mm. like he's not running he's just strolling back looking like him. yeah, <laughs> yeah. um i think Going back to your lineup quickly, Tommy, looking at it, I agree with certainly a formation change. Um, mm-hmm. Five at the back, as it normally does with Blues, is clearly not working. We've lost four league games on the bounce. I believe second half we changed to a four back, and don't quote me on that, um, but I believe we did. I think Trusty moved into a wider left back role, um, mm-hmm. and it certainly proved last night he's more than capable of playing mm-hmm. left back. So I completely agree. With your back line, I think your back line's spot on. Uh, I agree with your two wide players. Um, I I think I think Hannibal has to be in that team. Um, when he came on against Bristol City, he was our best player by a mile. First half, he was our best player by a mile. Uh, I think Hannibal, it, it, he, we won't have him come the end of the season. We simply won't. He'll go on to bigger and better things. I think we need to use them while we got him. So for me, I'd, I'd play the back line as a flat four, simple four four two of Hannibal and Bielik. Um, Ked, I, I said I'd like to see Kedra start, but whether it's smart or not, I don't know. Um, again, maybe he'd be good whilst he's still settling into life at Blues to be a player who comes on with half an hour left. And if mm-hmm. he continues to do the way he is, then start. Um, so for me, I'd make two changes to that team personally. I'd have Hannibal in for Kedra and I'd play... Uh, was it uh, Hogan over Djukovic? Those yeah. are the two changes I make to that team. Yeah. Okay, I think yeah. I'd change it slightly. I think, and he's gonna he's gonna think I'm digging him out here, but I'm not. I'd drop yeah, Longello at left mid <laughs> and, and put Kedra in at left mid. 
and then move Hannibal into Cam. He's so, it, this whole time, you've been saying, oh, Longolo <laughs> would be great a in a better player. Pedro's no, a better player. No, you've said this whole time, Longolo in a 4-4-2 on the left would be perfect. Tommy's presented you with a 4-4-2, <laughs> and as soon as he's in, no, he's gone again. I'm not <laughs> having it. No. <laughs> Longolo plays Longolo plays football on Saturday. No, no, Longolo's brilliant. Longolo plays football on Saturday. I'm gonna start calling him Nicola Longolo in a minute. No, 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 no. Honestly, the way you make the way you make Longolo sound, you make him think he's fucking Beckenbauer or something. Longolo going forward is a superb footballer, and not enough of people appreciate that. All right, I will start. I will yeah. stop picking online or Longello, all right? Okay. okay, thank you, thank you. That's and thank you for joking. addressing him as his correct name as well. <laughs> thank you. Cristiano Longadino. Yeah, thank you. I love how uh, Jamie always wins the argument by calling them like a really stupid name. Like <laughs> I know. Like, just feel like shit, man. Just want to let go back now. <laughs> Diego Longello. Oh, man. We won't yeah. get into the conversation we had uh, uh, last week. No. Zach nearly got us cancelled, that dude. It's good that we didn't put it out. Zach so. nearly got us cancelled. I didn't nearly get us cancelled. <laughs> he's, he's just going to wind him up more and more. Oh, man. Oh, I've got to stop. I've got to stop rising to the bait and just sit there I, silently. In all seriousness, that or I would either just drop Duke for Hogan in your team. Okay. I think it's also a shout. I think I, I would like to see Longello actually play left mid. I just think Kedra offers <laughs> All of a, a lot. <laughs> That's the thing. I just like I like. I think he offers a lot more on the left as well. Okay, he's got a lot more pace about him. Like, and he's You've just seen him dangerous. play for fifteen minutes, Jamie. And so... he offered more than anyone on the fucking pitch did. Tell me I'm wrong. No, Find me not. another player at Birmingham you're... City that would have took that ball and finished it like that. Longello. <laughs> I'm joking, This has been the Blues Focus podcast. No, no I, I'm joking. I, that one was a joke. Longley wouldn't have scored that goal, I don't think. But he would have played it across and someone would have scored. So Aaron as asks, uh, in the current squad with a, with a few contracts now ticking down, uh, who would you all keep or try to sign for next season, offer a new contract to? Uh, Jamie? Maxine fucking Colin. Because if he leaves on a free... It is a fucking shambles because he is too good to go yeah. on a free. I'm sorry, but he is like... If we've sold Leco for an undisclosed fee and he goes for fucking nothing, there's something that's very wrong with this football club. Yeah, he's a, he's one of the older talents we've got in the squad as well. I know that um, the board... Or Experienced. The, yeah, the, the people in the back office are making to try and make the team a bit more younger. I think uh, Craig Gardner was talking about trying to keep the players who were buying like, under the age of 23. Um, but, you know, when you've got players like Maxine Collin who are proper season professionals, and to be fair to us, actually, this season, the best players we've had are probably the better uh, the better players we've had this season are the older players in the team, like Maxine Collin, <laughs> Harley Dean, John Ruddy, uh, Deeney at times, Scott Hogan's been a very good player this season. Um, so definitely getting Maxine Collin a new contract is... We've got to at least try, we've got to make it as if like we are trying, because if he just suddenly goes and there's no, there's been no communication from the twitter admins or anything telling them about the fact that we tried to get him under a new contract then you know that's just a kick in the teeth for us really um zach do you think to anybody else that might be running out on contract 
Um, I completely agree with the Colin point. We said it previously, but he'll put in a seven out of eight, a seven eight out of ten each week. He'll just get on with the job. Nothing fancy about him. He won't take up a massive part of the wage bill. He just gets on, does his job, and I think those are the most valuable players in football. So a hundred percent, Colin. Uh, I'd I'd give a new contract. Do we know who else is ticking down? Harley Dean is he running out of contract soon? Troy. Yeah. Troy's Troy. definitely on that one. We've got John Ruddy until two years' time. Next season. Yeah, yeah ne- the end mm-hmm. of next season, we've got uh, John Ruddy till. I'd offer... Uh, see, this is a tricky thing with Harley Dean. I imagine he's probably one of our biggest earners. He is, um, yeah. So it's whether he's worth it, worth worth the big the big salary. Um let let's say he's our, he is our biggest earner. Only and I'm only going off what uh, quite a few websites are saying. I'd say probably I think not. Neil is. Is he? I think Neil's one or, or first or second. I'm sure Neil's on a ridiculous amount. Yeah, I think I Neil's mean, on high twenties. I mean, I question how reliable these sites are, but the majority theme does seem to think that Harley Dean's one of our top earners, and I think just purely off that basis, he's a good centre half. Um, I've always liked him. He went through a period of not being liked at all, um, a bit of a scapegoat. I think Harley Dean's always done a good job for Blues. Yes, mm. he's made a few errors here and there. I've always quite liked Harley Dean. I'd love for him to stay on, but probably because of the high wages, it could be better spent in other areas. Um, so probably not Harley Dean. John Ruddy's still got a little bit of time. Uh, Troy Deeney, 100%, just a captain and a leader on the pitch. A very good footballer as well. Um so yeah, Colin, Troy, and um, it was the other one I just said. Dean. Whoever the. Oh no, sorry, you said Troy, didn't you? Um, Colin, yeah. Etheridge, and Dean. Uh, yeah. yeah, so Dean, I wouldn't, and Etheridge, I wouldn't, just because again, high wage bill. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what I said then. Just I can't really think properly. George Friend probably as well. I imagine's out in the summer. Yeah. Is he worth mm. putting another contract on? He don't probably play, not. does he? He don't mm. play. Whether Good he goes into off, a coaching. But... Point. I, I think know. he will. Yeah, that might make a bit more sense. Mm. You know, obviously we're still expecting Gary Gardner back at some point. He's back on grass now, apparently. Mm-hmm. So that would be good. You know, a lot of our players are coming back now as well. So hopefully this whole shit old form we've had will turn around now. Go on, and um, Preston this weekend. Uh, Preston are doing what are they midish to? table somewhere around there yeah i haven't checked the table in so long and it's mainly because i've been scared uh, <laughs> because i know we've just significantly dropped down but preston are currently um preston a mid table yeah 13th and actually in their last five games they've lost four of them so they're on a bad run of form as well um we are five points behind them in the table um preston at the weekend i think it heavily depends on the 11 players we see uh, on that team sheet before kickoff, um, I, in the formation we play, and I, I don't know. I think it's a tricky one to predict because then we've come off the back of a win, but it's Forest Green in the cup. You know, there's not as much riding on it and everything. I think I'm gonna play it safe and go for a draw, and I feel like I go for a draw most weeks on here. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a two-two draw. That's okay. my uh, prediction. Who do you think will be more in the game, us or them, if there's a draw? Uh, them. I okay. think that... Uh, oh, I don't know. I think it'll be fairly even. 2-2, two, two, I'm going. 2-2, two, two, fairly even game. Um, I think we'll both have chances, and yeah, I think we could see a few goals. I'm expecting the complete opposite reaction from Jamie now. 5-0, <laughs> <laughs> <nil> Blues. <laughs> Three. 
<laughs> three nil blues. Okay. I think I think the form has to turn round. We got a chance to finally do the double over someone this fucking season because Bristol went out the window. There's got to yeah. be a reaction. Like we've just got to turn up. Like the last few weeks have been shit in the prem. Not prem, bloody I wish championship. Like <laughs> oh, God, yeah, slow the, down, oh, God. No, in the league, like, it's been painful, hasn't it, to watch? Like, and I think Eustace has probably been reading on the right act. I think these. These signings we've got, they'll come in, they'll shake it up a bit, and people know they need to fucking play properly for places. I think there's something's going to happen. I think we're just going to turn up somehow and we're going to just perform. Uh-huh. I think Hogan okay. Bags gets his confidence back. Mm, um, that, is a big, I think... that is a big thing we need to try and get back on because with him, him, him with confidence, we're a different team. He's disgusting. Yeah. He's disgusting when he's confident, that's the issue. Yeah, and he was very confident towards the start of the season or in that middle period where he was getting loads of goals. Um, I feel like that's what we need to get back and try and get him to do because didn't he score 10 last season? He's on nine now at the moment, yeah. isn't he? And, and he said he needed to score more. He's good. Yeah. Like Even against Bristol, Zach, I don't know if you picked up on it because I wasn't watching it. But Hogan, to be fair to him, was making the runs. People just weren't yeah. passing the ball to him. He just wasn't getting the service, was yeah. he? He was, he was darting between centre backs yeah, and yeah, literally he like was, he was. He was he was he had a quiet game, but I wouldn't necessarily blame him for that one just because yeah. he had zero service. So. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I said that. A lot of people were like he didn't play well. I was like, he didn't have fuck all to know, work with. Like he had the ball once outside the box and got literally shut down like that. There's only mm. so much you can do as a forward player, you know, when you're not getting the ball, isn't there? So, yeah, I felt bad for him, but hopefully he can bag a hat-trick on uh, Saturday. Tommy, Tommy, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I talked about this on a podcast I did with um, Preston YouTube channel. Um, I'll leave a link in the top right-hand corner. You can go watch it. Um, I said 1-0. He said 1-0 Preston. I said 1-0 Blues. I think it'll be a tighter game, I think. You know, I feel like... If there's a chance in this, I think we can take it. I think we've got better strikers than them, um, particularly in Dini, you know, like proper championship striker. Um, and they, they, they've got like Ched, Ched Evans, who's pretty shit, really. Nobody cares about him. Um, yeah, and Dini's much better. So I feel like Dini might get a goal. 1 0 blows. It will be tight. It will be a tif- difficult game. It's a difficult game when we went there last time um, at uh, Deepdale. Um, and, you know, I feel like it might be a sort of similar goal to create, actually. You know, we just need a bit of luck, really, in the fact that yeah. we might pick somebody up at the back post and just get a bit of luck that they've not marked them properly. Um, I feel like that's what we could do with, really. Uh, and, yeah, I just feel like if we play good, then I'll be happy, really, because, you know, it'd be very blues as well to lose, wouldn't it? You know, have like, how many games would that be in a row, then? That we've got five. Five, five, yeah. five league games on the bounce, yeah. That's not great, yeah. Because we beat um, Reading, then drew to Blackpool, didn't we? And then uh, and then the declining. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that wasn't great, that was. Um, we need to get some points on the board, even if it yeah. is a point like you say, Zach, actually, because another loss would be another really bad dent in the form for the season as well because mm. I mean how many points are we on do you have the table up didn't you Zach? 30 I think uh, 32, 32 Jamie's right 32 points. It's not great so, is it we need to start picking some up great. again yeah you, you want 45 to 50 to stay in the 50 is the magic though. number isn't it like yeah. that's yeah so that's what we need to be aiming for but yeah, yeah definitely. I'm, uh, I'm over I, I think our squad is too good to get dragged into a relegation battle he says 
I, famous last words. But I, I do, Why I think, I'm confident Why in this thing. Listen, too? right, I'm not being funny, but after the last 24 hours, I went to bed last night saying, tomorrow will be a really quiet shift, and I've been shit on all day, so, in all fairness. What does Jamie all know? Absolutely fuck all. Um, <laughs> we but, could do a new segment actually called "What Does Jamie Lawler Know?" and we can have we can teach you something different every week. <laughs> I tell you what, we're gonna have so many Jamie segments that me and Tommy just won't be needed uh, anymore. I'm still waiting for the Zach tries new food segment. Actually, thank oh, you. We need. Uh, I need to do that in my vlog. Actually, we'll um we'll go to. Yes. I don't know what you haven't tried yet. Actually, we'll kebab. Find um, he hasn't tried for a start. I'm, I'm we'll do some kebab. We'll, we'll take you to Digba for one of the vlogs and get you yeah. up a kebab around there. That'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. This, this was like a half an hour segment on the fucking Christmas special because my head fell off. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I think we were... That Christmas podcast, in hindsight, it could have been better because we thought nothing about the year, nothing about anything, not the best moments or anything. No, I wasn't dusty room. Yeah, I wasn't very well that day as well. I, I was coughing my head off, like, because that room, I don't know what, I don't know if, like, COVID itself, like, was fucking created in that room or something, but the moment I left that room, I started coughing. Like, it's a good it was, studio as well. It was a great studio, don't get me wrong, like, we, thanks for the studio and that, but I always thought that was some dusty I, I thought it was alright, I had a good time, I thought we talked, the mm. quiz was unreal. I love the, the quiz. The quiz was amazing. The quiz was bullshit, by the way. I've got beef about this <laughs> quiz. Actually, with the quiz. No, no, bullshit on this quiz, right? Because you dropped me a point for the Listen two players that got... Is. The two I, players that hit five yellow cards. And I said Christian Bielik and I said Sanderson. And you said only one of them had in Bielik. And I was yeah. like, well, no. Afterwards, I thought about it. Went, no, fucking Sanderson had to dodge a fucking game against Holloway because he reached five yellow cards. I was like, that is bullshit. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the website I looked on was wrong. Look, the, the greats make mistakes. I lost by, I lost by about seven points, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> it's irrelevant. One point. One point he was pathetic over. Blame the website. <laughs> the, 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 that was the website's fault then. I googled most yellow cards at Blue, so... um. There you go. I don't but, care no, if I, I completely I... fucked up the chronological order of the the, the managers. I don't care. <laughs> All right, I lost that fair and square. That's fine. But I want my fucking point. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the point. Well, uh, yeah, there you go, Jamie. <laughs> loving it. But nah, that, I thought the Christmas quiz. was good. I thought I thought we did the quiz. We touched on Christmassy stuff. We touched on blue stuff, and then we just had general chit chat. I think that's what a podcast is, isn't it? Yeah. But it was good. It. It was we'll get a popular formula for it next time, and don't be. Don't be wetties next time and bring alcohol when we say we're going to bring alcohol. That'd be really helpful. Uh, listen, right. Okay, listen. I, I was getting the train down because my dad wasn't very well as well. And we missed the first train and then we tried to... <laughs> and I went... I was going to bring like a proper box of fucking big beers and everything. But because I had to go on the train, I was like, I'm not going to be able to do that anymore. And because I missed the train as well, I couldn't actually go to the shop and get any as well. So... um yeah, it was completely out of my hands, really. And, and then trying to find you in the fucking New Street car park, honestly. God above, that was a fucking pain, that was. I'm so yeah. glad I never got a fine for that. I drove down the tram line about three times and parked in a fucking taxi zone. Oh, no, I'm getting caught now. It's some GG, like. Oh, man, ridiculous. Yeah, well, we're uh, we're going off topic as usual. Uh, this is pretty much we should call this the off topic podcast rather than the post focus podcast. That's what happens weird. in all podcasts. Might be some though, football so. podcast. You what? Yeah. Might be some football and... talk podcast. <laughs> That's what we are. Yeah. That's what we are. 
We should have like a diagram of how much of the game we actually talk about on this podcast and how much of it we just go on talking about. The amount of diagrams and segments we're going to have, the amount of admin <laughs> you're going to have to see Tommy is nuts. Oh man, that's going to be fun, that is. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. Uh, we'll be back uh, hopefully on the... Is it, is it a Saturday 3 o'clock kickoff press? It is. the first one in months. Thank the Lord. And I'm not oh, there. Thank the EFL gods. Actually, no, don't thank them. They're useless at their jobs they, they i'm not there now and watch us win three 0 watch us shit on them <laughs> as well and i'm not there and i'll just be like great i'll be yeah. sending you a nice friendly photo of me laughing at you that'll be funny to uh, and i'll be doing the thumbs up in the background like, yeah, really far back <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll be good Brilliant. sense yeah i might put that in in the next uh vlog if that does actually happen um but go. yeah um yeah thank you for listening we'll be back on the sunday hopefully uh depending on general shit really uh so yeah thank you guys for watching uh please like and subscribe uh be sure to share this video as well around if you enjoyed it and uh yeah keep right on keep right on keep right on sports social podcast network